Welcome to the Art of Unraveling podcast. My name is Erin McGuire, and I'm an empowerment coach and guide here to empower you into feeling completely worthy of a business and life that you love. This podcast is the place to learn how to unravel anything keeping you from that abundant, beautiful life that you so deserve. Nothing is off limits here as we navigate life through psychology, science, and spirit. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Art of Unraveling podcast. Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that came through, and by what I mean came through, is I'm an intuitive and an empath and a highly sensitive person, and I get sensory images, feelings, and thoughts that I, what I am assuming is being channeled through me. We can talk more about that at another time, what it means to channel, how it feels to channel and so on. If that's something you're interested in, let me know and I'll do a podcast on it. But in my Empowered Women program, the monthly membership that I talk about, we meet on Sunday mornings. And this past Sunday, I was in a session with them in our energy healing session. So that's where we go in and we clear the beliefs that we're holding in our subconscious mind that are keeping us stuck, that are keeping us stuck in patterns. And we've talked in here about the subconscious, but let's just give a little recap. So your subconscious mind is 95% of your mind and it holds everything. Everything you've been through, it's like a little machine and it just records everything, especially the first seven years of life. All of that goes into your subconscious mind. And so that's why so many of us are living out of patterns and programs from our childhood and we're completely unaware of them because the subconscious is also the unconscious. You've heard me say this quote before if you've been around here that Carl Jung says, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you'll call it fate. Meaning that so often I hear people say, oh, that's just how I am. I've always done that. That runs in my family. And we're just kind of owning that this is just who we are. And it kind of makes me cringe when people say that because it's not who you are. It's a pattern and a program in your subconscious mind that you're completely unconscious of. And you're also unconscious of the fact that you can change that. So that's why we want to bring a lot of energy and momentum towards the subconscious, because we want to start bringing those unconscious programs and patterns and habits to your conscious mind because that's the first step in changing them. So I could talk about the subconscious all day long. I find it absolutely fascinating. But in terms of what I wanted to talk about today, again, I was in a session with the ladies in the Empowered Women Monthly Membership, clearing energy. This is a teaching. This is a thing that I've done for many years now, for about 11 or 12 years. It's called Theta Healing. It's clearing blocks in the subconscious through energy work. I know that sounds out there for some of you. For most people, you have to be in a state of just being open to that kind of work for it to work. If you have any kind of judgment or fear or misunderstanding about it, 
then you're going to be in your head the whole time and it's not going to work. But if you come to it with an open mind, energy healing and theta healing is absolutely powerful. So that being said, as I was getting a download yesterday during that class, what came through is something that I've been really unraveling in my own life. And that's from being a disempowered empath into an empowered empath. What is an empath? Empaths are highly sensitive people who kind of take that highly sensitive people thing to the next level because they can actually feel what other people are feeling. Now, I've really tried to dissect this in my own life because I think a lot of us become empaths because of trauma we experienced in childhood. I'm not saying that that's everyone, but a lot of people that are empaths become that way because it actually attunes you. If you can be really sensitive to the feelings of the people around you, then you can kind of predict if that next outburst is going to happen, if that next big issue is going to happen, if your parent was very volatile, for instance, or physically abusive or even verbally abusive, if you developed your sensitivities around being able to kind of sense when that person is angry before they explode, then you're able to get yourself out of that situation. It's a survival mechanism, for lack of a better word. It becomes a survival mechanism. And so it's kind of like which came first, the chicken or the egg? You know, did you, are we born empaths and born with these sensitivities? Or did our trauma in childhood, for those of us that have had some trauma in childhood, did that predict us into being or create us into being empaths in order to survive? And I, I can't answer that. I did put that out in a YouTube video a while ago. And some people reported back, you know, no, actually, I didn't have any, you know, real severe trauma in childhood. I just always feel like I was born this way. Also, parents of empath children have reached out to me and said that, you know, their children are just very sensitive. So I don't know if we're just born highly sensitive and then the trauma pr creates the empath. Again, this is all something I'm still investigating I'd love to hear your thoughts on it if you want to reach out to me. But what came through, what I what I still want to talk about, though, is there can still be a disempowered empath, okay? Although being an empath is a beautiful thing, I call it our superpower because we're sensitive, it also comes with a long list of negative aspects because... It's very hard when you're sensitive to the world around you and you're feeling what other people are feeling all the time. It makes you want to be very isolated. It makes you want to not be out in the world, not go and do fun social things because you really don't want to take on everybody's stuff. That's very heavy once you start realizing that. So I still believe that we can be disempowered as empaths and we can be empowered empaths. And I've really noticed this in my own life. I for a long time when my sensitivity kind of reawakened, I really didn't want to be around anyone. Being an unprepared, disempowered empath can also lead to addiction because again, 
we don't want to feel that much. It's it's really hard to feel that much. And so a lot of empaths actually go down alcoholism road or drug addiction road because they're so sensitive. So again, it can lead to a lot of negativity. So I just hope to kind of open your eyes to some of the positive things and also how to get yourself more empowered as an empath so that you can thrive, you know, that you're not living out of these coping mechanisms that you're completely unaware of. You're not even aware that you're doing it and that you can move more into a thriving state instead of just living in survival. So if you're somebody that has that grew up with any kind of trauma, again, we talk in here that trauma is not just the big T, which is like a natural disaster, a death in the family, physical abuse, but it can also be dealing with an emotionally unavailable parent, for instance, or dealing with a drug or alcohol addicted parent. So when you're dealing with that on a day-to-day basis, that is a traumatic event, especially if the parent was volatile. I didn't experience physical abuse, but there was a lot of verbal abuse. And so just even that on a day-to-day basis, it's very traumatic, especially if you're already born with a highly sensitive nervous system, which is what being a highly sensitive person is. Okay. So we're already, we already have this sensitive nervous system and this, by the way, it's a psychological term and it affects 20% of the population. So this is a real thing. Whereas the empath thing is not as researched. It's not as scientific, so to speak. A highly sensitive person, that affects 20% of the population. And it just means we're more sensitive to the world around us. And so I, what my belief is, I'm not even sure that people are born empaths. I think we're born highly sensitive. And then if you grew up with trauma around you, you then can now kind of sense people and their energy. And what we end up doing is we end up taking on sometimes those people's energies And we're going to go into people-pleasing in another podcast, but people-pleasing is a big issue for empaths because we can feel what other people are feeling, and we don't want them to feel that way, so we try to do what we can to take them out of that situation. So again, I'm getting on a long-winded run here, and I want to bring it back to my original statement, which is what came through during my Empowered Women Monthly Membership call yesterday. And that is, when you're an empath who is disempowered or in her trauma state, so to speak, so a not fully evolved, and I'm not trying to say any of these things to be demeaning because literally I'm still unraveling this in my own life, but I have seen huge leaps and bounds in my energy, how I feel. I'm able to be out in the world again for extended periods of time and not want to hide in a dark room, you know, away from people. Like I, you know, I'm I'm thriving again instead of surviving. And so when we're in this what I'm going to call a disempowered empath state, what's happening there is let's say somebody around you. And and this is most prevalent in our loved ones. So even your kids or maybe your spouse or partner that let's say it's your spouse and they're having like a hard day, you know, they're kind of mopey and quiet and maybe a little bit snappy when they get home from work or whatever the case may be. So the old me, the disempowered empath in me 
wants to make my partner feel better when he's in that state, right? So essentially, and because I'm a coach, you know, all of a sudden my coaching kind of comes out on him where I'm like, hey, look at all these things you have to be grateful for. Look at this. Look at that. Why are you in a bad mood? What's going on? Are you okay? Like I would just ask questions and questions and try to get him to be in a different state. And that's not helpful, nor is that sexy, nor is that fun to be around. And what we what came through in my call with my empowered women ladies is that when you're in that space, we're trying to fix that other person. I'm trying to get him, for instance, my partner, in a different state, which means he's not allowed to be himself, okay? We all have different moods. We all have different emotions. And when somebody else is trying to cheerlead you out of that, it doesn't feel very good, does it? I want you to really think about that. How does that feel when that's happened to you? You know, oh, just get over it. Oh, there's so many other things to be grateful for. You know, we, we're, we're just totally bypassing and, and not validating how that person feels. And the reason for this as, my, as empaths is because we don't like to see other people in pain. It's very, very hard to feel someone else's pain. And so I want you to use your imagination here and just think about that when you're, this is also what came through in my call. So many powerful things came through yesterday. So when you're standing in front of that person who's having a bad day and you're trying to cheerlead them and fix them and you're trying to make it better and it's like, let me do this for you and let me do that for you. Okay, think about this. It's like all of your energy is going out of you and surrounding that individual. So you can just imagine like whether you imagine white light coming out of you that is your imaginational picture of your energy or golden light, and it's going out and surrounding that person, kind of like almost giving them like an energetic hug. Sounds really nice, doesn't it? Sounds beautiful. Sounds altruistic, like you're helping them. And essentially, this is what we think we're doing. We're helping. But actually, you're sending your most precious, beautiful energy away from you and out to this other person. And then Anybody who is an empath and resonates with this, don't you feel super drained after that? After you've just been like little Miss Fixer or little Mr. Fixer and trying to help that person and unconsciously sending all of your energy over to them. And you're doing that. And I'm speaking from my own experience here. You're doing that because it's a trauma response. You need that person to be a certain way in order for you to be safe. Okay, so there's actually an ulterior motive to you trying to help them. Sometimes just saying this stuff makes my mind blown. I don't know if anybody listening agrees with me there, but like to me, this stuff is just kind of like mind blown emoji, right? So there's, there is an ulterior motive to you doing the fixing. And it's because you need that person to be a certain way so that you can be safe. Most likely because your parent, your primary caregiver, in childhood, maybe was a volatile person. And so you knew if they were upset, if they were angry, if they were having a bad day, that something bad most likely was going to happen to you. You were going to get yelled at or, you know, smacked or whatever the case may be. I know that sounds terrible, but this is the reality, y'all. 
And there's a part of you that's still stuck in that mindset that that's still happening to some degree. It activates, it triggers something in your subconscious that says, I got to get this person into a different state so that I can be safe. Let that sink in. And I really want to hear from you if this resonates and is helpful because this is deep stuff we're talking about here. This is deep subconscious stuff. Okay, so that's the disempowered empath. My energy is going out of me surrounding that person. Think about your kids too. Of course you want to help your kids. Of course you want to fix your kids. Of course you want to make your kids happy, right? But you're doing the same thing. You're pushing your energy out surrounding them and then not keeping that precious energy for yourself and feeling drained. Instead, an empowered empath holds their energy within themselves. So if you feel yourself start to push your energy out, just imagine pulling it back in towards yourself and just holding presence for that person, holding them in a state of, you know, like that just your presence is enough. When I asked the ladies about this, I was like, why do you believe your presence isn't enough? And one woman said, because I'm not doing anything. I'm just standing there. I'm just being And it's so interesting to me because there's that famous quote, right? You're a human being, not a human doing. So we're wired in our society to do instead of be. And so we don't believe that my presence is enough. I have to do something. So this is like a little practice for you to try out in your own time. That again, if you're somebody that feels really drained after being around people, just practice that little exercise, pushing your energy out or pulling it back in and see if that makes you feel more energized. Because what's going to happen too, the more you do this, is you're going to have more vitality. You're not going to feel the need to fix everybody around you because that's really exhausting. And on a subconscious level, there's probably a lot of beliefs in there that other people's happiness is your job. It's your job to fix people. It's your job to be emotionally supportive to other people. It's your job to bring people up when they're down. And that's just, it's not your job. And as we talked about earlier, It's not letting that person be authentic. So telling somebody, you know, cheerleading somebody out of their sadness is it's not helpful for you and it's not helpful for that person. And it's it's not letting them be who they really are in that moment. And if you're doing that, it's okay. When we know better, we do better. Right. So you know, don't beat yourself up, but the next time somebody comes at you with a bad mood or a sadness to just say, I'm really sorry you're feeling that way. That's a bummer. It's a big bummer that that happened. Like, how can I support you? Or do you just want to sit here and talk about it? I'm here to listen. You know, instead of like energetically feeling like you have to envelope them in your energy and build them up and fix them. It's like, no, let the person feel what they're feeling. Last thing I'm going to leave you with is another way to do this. So probably a reason why it's hard for you to hold space for others to be in their pain or their negativity or whatever is because you don't allow that for yourself. And we talk a lot about this in Empowered Women. I've talked about this in here before about feeling your feelings and without judgment. So the more you're doing that for yourself, the more you're going to be able to show up for others. 
If you have any questions about this podcast, I know we did, a, we talked about a lot in here. We went deep into a lot of different places in the subconscious. Reach out to me, send me a message on Instagram at Pure Light Wellness or Facebook at Aaron McGuire or Pure Light Wellness. And I'd love to reach out to you or connect with you in that way. Also, I've talked a lot about my Empowered Women monthly membership in here. And it's still open for registration right now. And you get one month for free. So you'll get the previous month for free if you join. So it's an amazing program with amazing women. And it's just, it's extra stuff for you to do, extra stuff, extra things for you to do to help you shift and unravel and grow so that you can really rise into that empowered woman that you know deep down that you have the capability of being, but you might feel stuck in some area and you just need that that extra guidance to kind of get you over the edge. Reach out to me about that. I would love to connect with you. Again, Instagram or Facebook, Pure Light Wellness, or you can email me at Aaron. E-R-I-N at purelightwellness.com. I hope today's podcast sparked something within you if you're an empath to really shift into this empowered empath that I know we are all meant to be into thriving from surviving, right? Thank you again for being here and I hope to see you again really soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. If you would like to connect with me more, you can find my website, my services, and my social media links all in the description of this episode. Remember, you are a beautiful and divine and powerful being, and it's time to own it.